Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'm talking about keeping anxiety down with a stay-at-home order. I don't know about you guys, but I think by the time you hear this, most, it's going to be at least 90% of the United States is in a stay-at-home order. And I know there are many of you listening from all over the globe. So perhaps you are experiencing the same thing, where you have been given the stay-at-home order. Okay, so you have to stay at home except for the essentials. And so now what? Um, that can mean really challenging um, changes in your life, depending on where you live and what your lifestyle was before all of this came down. So if you are in a city, it's different than if you are living out in the country or I'm on a small island and up the mountain. I'm not even in town. Uh, so it's different for me, even then from people who are in town. Um, and it's different depending on where you are and, you know, your work situation. Again, it was different for me. I work at home. I've worked at home for a long, long time. And so, you know, I'm curtailed in other ways, social ways, but not in my work. And, um, it doesn't feel as different for me as it may for those of you who are going out to work every day, going to the office, traveling for work, you know, going to lunches and uh, coffees as part of your work and social life. Of course, that coffee's decaf, I just want to remind you. And I know that the shift that we've all had to make quite rapidly is a big deal. We talked about this a bit in our group coaching call today and people who have children that are home from school now. So mom and dad are trying to work on the computer and the kids are home and they may need help with these, these things that they're working on for their schoolwork. So many changes. So this can begin to feel like extra pressure on us. And I have only uh, touched the tip of the iceberg here. I know that the changes that you are going through, that we are all going through are vast. And it may be that staying at home has looked not so appealing anymore. But I think if we can change our perspective a little bit and try to find a golden nugget in here somewhere, it may be helpful for our mental health. It may help to keep us from getting nervous about all the things we have to accomplish. No, you don't have to accomplish everything all at once. And if the kids don't figure everything out right away, that's okay. Maybe you can get to it the next day. We really have to give ourselves a little bit more space here, space to be able to breathe and to accept these changes that were thrust upon us out of nowhere. Like this happened quite rapidly. So give yourself a break. You don't have to accomplish the way you were accomplishing before. It's okay to let 
things slide a little bit. There cannot be extra pressure. And I know many of you that are struggling with anxiety also have perfectionist type of qualities. You think everything needs to be done correctly. It needs to be done immediately. It needs to be done by you. Can't even delegate, right? And so we want to pay attention to that because this is no time to be heroic. This is a time to be strong, to be courageous, but not to at the expense of your own mental well-being. So how can we do this? How can we deal and keep our anxiety down or at bay a little bit more? So I have these six awesome questions here that I wonder if you can ask yourself these on a regular basis to see if it can help to keep your anxiety down and your life energy up, to keep you motivated and able to keep going forward because we have to, right? These are uh, things we can't change. This is calling for a lot of acceptance on our part. So we need to do what we can with what we have, because there is so much that we cannot change. There is so much that is not in our control. So we need to take up the things that we can. So let's look at these questions. The first one that I have, and you probably knew that I was going to go here, is what am I grateful for today? So I think this is all good material to put into your journal, to spend a few minutes with yourself in the morning or the evening and and check out if you can ask yourself these questions. Check it out in the journal and jot it down. Share it with your family. Maybe you could do this as a family activity. It depends on how old your kids are, of course, all of that. But what am I grateful for today? Boy, when I say that, I just want to take a deep breath. I just want to like relax into that because there's so much that we can be grateful for, even in the midst of crisis, even in the midst of this stay-at-home order and all of the turmoil that that has thrown us into. So what are you grateful for today? Like I said, take a couple minutes every day, whether it's with your journal, you may already be keeping a gratitude list and I hope that you are. But again, I'd like you to keep, you know, three or five daily gratitudes without repeating them. Try to come up with new fresh things every day that will really stretch the imagination and force your mind to be looking for things to be grateful for instead of to be scanning the horizon for danger. We're already all ramped up. We're on high alert, but we can calm that down by looking for gratefulness, looking at the world through grateful eyes. And by remembering all that we are grateful for, it trains our mind. So that's something we can do. And if you want more about gratitude, if you're new to the show and maybe you haven't heard me ramble on and on about gratitude over and over again, I, um, I, I invite you to check out a couple of episodes. You can check out episode 353, which is gratitude as a healing salve and episode 459, and that is 10 Ways to Greater Gratitude and Peace of Mind. I'll have those links for you in the show notes. 
The second question is, who am I checking in on or connecting with today? So the idea of connection is very important right now. Even for those of us who are introverts, we're very easy to be left on our own for long periods of time. We still need connection. So don't think that you're special and you don't need connection. I know I need it too. And it has shifted. The way we were connecting before is not appropriate. So we have to find some other ways of connecting. You know, social distancing does not mean social isolation. Not at all. Just because we cannot be near people and be hugging them like we do here in Hawaii and when we greet people, um, it doesn't mean that we need to stay isolated. We can find gratitude for the fact that we have numerous ways of connecting with people that we care about today. So much more than would have been possible in the past. Just think about it. Like the last big crisis, I guess we would say, was probably in 08, and we had internet and the like, but we weren't as socially online as we are now. And if we think back to 9-11, even less so, we didn't have the social interaction online that we do have now. And um, even prior to that, we had phones and we could connect that way. But now we can actually do groups of people. Like our group call today was awesome. I could, you know, we some people called in with the dial-up. You can dial in or you can come on through online and have your camera on or your camera off. It doesn't matter. But everybody was that was there, it was delightful to have a group connection. We can do that nowadays. So who are you checking in on? Are you looking after other loved ones, even near or far? Um, neighbors, perhaps the elderly in your family or your neighborhood. Reaching out can be so soothing. Even when you're stressed, if you reach out, it doesn't help just them, it helps you too. So check in or connect today. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with 
code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The third one I have is what expectations of normal am I letting go of today? And I know I spoke about this in another podcast recently, but letting go of the way that we normally think we have to have everything done and taken care of. Normal has changed and it's time that we accept that. And we need to figure out what is actually important to us at this moment and focus on that. We have to change the hierarchy of our needs has shifted a little bit. Everything has changed around us. And so we must change too. It will make us feel so much better if we can relax into that change and not feel like we have to do everything exactly as we had done it just a month ago. Things are different now. So what expectations of normal are you letting go of today? The fourth one is, how am I getting outside today? I know I talk about that a lot of nature and being able to, and nature can mean just even seeing the sky, not saying you have to go and be in a rainforest or a bamboo forest or uh, at the beach um, or in the redwoods. You can just place your eyes on the sky somehow, sit near an open window because nature, fresh air and sunshine are so good for our nervous system. And if you can't get outside, which is the case, if you live in a city, if you live uh, with near a lot of people, if you are in apartments or high rises and you're supposed to be staying inside. So get near an a window. And if you can open the window, all the better. But we can make it work. I talked to, uh, like I said, I was on the group call today. And uh, one of my group members said her and her husband realized that they were stuck in their apartment, but they could go. They went up to the roof in their apartment and realized that it was actually somewhere where they could sit. It was painted white and they were going to get some lawn chairs and go up there and get some sunshine. And I think that's just so awesome. This is what we are calling the silver lining. Now they may not have ever discovered that rooftop as being something pleasant or a place that they could go had they not been thrown into this. So they're making it work. And if you can't get up on a roof you can get near an open window in your home. And maybe you can put a plant near that open window. Maybe if you don't have a plant, you can draw a picture of a nature scene for yourself, something that's just from you for you. And one of the things that I think we could all do is to bring some nature into our other senses through art, through movies that we watch, through nature recordings, the audios, and YouTube has wonderful ones with beautiful uh, nature sounds and beautiful pictures of nature, or even if it's just of a one waterfall, just to have that playing somewhere in your uh, home for a little while can really make you feel refreshed. The next one that I have is how am I moving my body today? And this is really important because we've all been 
having to shift everything. We're not maybe doing our regular routine and uncertainty really heightens our fear and our anxiety. So moving out of our heads where that fear and anxiety live and getting into our bodies more and more will ground us. It will help us to feel connected to our body and we will feel better. And we do that by moving the body, by getting into the body. Or you can do it in your meditation to get used to feeling the inside of your body. But when we move the body, whether it's out walking, or maybe you have to walk in your apartment, that's fine. Walk, march in place, walk, do yoga, do calisthenics, do a plank, give yourself a goal of a longer plank each week or walking more miles. I love to see the miles tick up on my app that I keep track of. It just feels like, yes, I got that done today. Isn't that awesome? And it helps us to be out of our heads and into our bodies. If you're doing yoga or Tai Chi or anything that is really causing you to pay attention to where you're at in your body and how you're breathing and how you're moving, it is giving your mind a break. So this is extremely important. And again, no excuses. You don't have to go outside to do this. You can do it inside. And the last one that I have is what beauty am I creating, cultivating, or inviting in today? Beauty can be powerful and it can be an antidote to despair. And many people are feeling despair right now. Recognizing the beauty in the world and finding ways that we can bring it into our lives is an affirmation that life still exists and is worth fighting for. That there is still a world out there that is beautiful, wonderful, miraculous. Let us not forget that with all of the difficulty that we have to deal with about everything right now, we can still remember the beauty and I would love to have you celebrate it. So again, the questions are, what am I grateful for today? Who am I checking in on or connecting with today? What expectations of normal am I letting go of today? How am I getting outside today? How am I moving my body today? And what beauty am I creating, cultivating, or inviting in today? I hope that you will take those either to your journal or to your family and use it as conversation starters and keep yourself going. We can do this. Especially we can do this all together. We are all here working on it, and I am definitely here for you. And now for today's quote. A revolution that is based on people exercising creativity in the midst of devastation is one of the great historical contributions of mankind. And that's from Grace Lee Boggs. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then... Be well and aloha. 
Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 